0: Now I know didn't told y'all to mind y'all's business And yet you continue To show up in my business Over and over again I don't know if you are minding my business Or I am putting my business out there But some kind of way It keeps on happening One thing you gotta know about Woman Evolve Is that we are heavy on sisterhood So it's technically not a violation When you mind my business Because you're my sister And I want you to learn The things that I'm learning And to be exposed to how I've grown And changed over time Whether it's newly formed friends from conference or tour or even in our book club we literally like don't play when it comes to sisterhood and because I am the fearless fearful sometimes depending on what day it is leader of this movement I wanted to demonstrate revolutionary sisterhood in my own life Today, I am going to introduce you to the biological mother of my bonus children. Her name is Lori Roberts, and she is a woman of many gifts and talents. She's incredibly kind and sweet. And over time, we have learned to really not just do life with each other, but to love one another, to like one another, and to honor one another. I know that this is not every bonus family's testimony. Maybe you're in a situation and you're like, man, I wish that I could have a better rapport with the biological mother of my bonus children, or maybe I am the child of a blended family and have experienced trauma as a result of the blend, or maybe your story is like ours and you found a way to harmony. I hope that this echoes in your heart and allows you to remember that it is possible to blend a family without losing yourself, without losing respect, and while maintaining a safe environment for your children. So let's dive into this incredible episode with my baby mama, Lori Roberts. It's time. It's happening. It's. It, this is happening. This <laughs> is happening. So we have had conversations via text message about mm-hmm. the dynamic of our relationship and sisterhood. But I don't think we've ever spoken like voice to voice, face to face no. about mm-hmm. this transition. I feel like part of what makes blending of family so challenging is that. There is a grief connected to the fact that you are having to include someone into your life who was never a part of the dream, right? So Mm -hmm. when we plan our lives out and we have this like happily ever after in our mind, and then we go through life, we experience a divorce or a breakup or whatever— in order to dream again, you have to consider that this next dream may have someone else in my circle and in my family that mm-hmm. is not necessarily someone that I get to choose, but is someone that I have to do life with. And I feel like right. we have found a way to do life with each other, mm-hmm. but it wasn't intentional. Okay, so I won't talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Because, you know, like for those of you who are listening or watching, you know, if you all see this, there's a strong possibility that the only people (laughs) listening or watching are the people who are right here. Because we don't know (laughs) if we're going to air this, but just in case we make it like I can say for myself, but I want you to speak and just give me your thoughts and feelings about us in this conversation. But. I did not go into it thinking, like, I'm going to be a sister wife. Like, I am going to just love whoever my husband's ex-wife is or ex-partner is. Like, I am just going to love them and we're going to figure it out. Like, I did not go into this, like, blended harmony rainbow family situation in my head. It has Mm -hmm. turned out to be a beautiful journey. But I can't say that I went into it thinking that, like, I'm going to try and boss up and be the bigger person. What is your experience? it been
1: yeah no that wasn't mine either yeah um I think over time you know because initially on on my end of the spectrum I'm going into it hurting because like yeah. you know I have to adjust to you know my children uh have, having another woman in their lives and me being like kind of out of that dream yeah. you know now and so I didn't I didn't really think about it that far where it's like oh I'm going to you know just start loving on this person and just be you know arms wide open and accepting like I didn't go into it like that I think I had like that tunnel vision for a while where I was just in that place of of hurt but I think as time progressed I didn't want to feel that hurt anymore mm-hmm. I didn't want to carry um, any negative thoughts or feelings or um, ideals or anything, I didn't want my children to experience any of that coming from me, you know. And so I think that's kind of over. As time passed, I was like, let me let me get it together, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> let me just, you know, open up and kind of let's see how this will happen,
0: you know. That's so funny you said like you being out of that dream because Mm -hmm. I didn't I didn't feel that there was like a new dream taking place like I felt Mm -hmm. like an intruder like Mm -hmm. I felt like I had especially for like the kids and I think for yourself as well because I'm a woman and I get it you know like I felt like I have and I think also okay so this is further backstory like I'm from Texas I moved to Los Angeles I have Mm -hmm. like a couple friends here but it's not like the community that I'm used to having and then I've inserted into a community that is still grieving your absence your presence like not just the kids the (laughs) church too you know like and she's so sweet and she's so kind and like I'm like Lord Jesus was she passing y'all candy out like what what was she doing like and they were (laughs) mad that I was there and I felt like this Mm. it's almost like feeling like you took someone's space but didn't measure up and so I never felt like here I am living out a dream. I'm like almost feeling like an imposter. Like I'm the one that no one wants around. Every Sunday the kids are mm. coming over like we had, we, we you know, weren't it's not like we just connected in this family sense immediately. I think we loved and liked one another but now when it's time to like live together like did you do your homework and here I'm making dinner and it's like my mom <laughs> doesn't make it this way and we don't eat that and so it's like you're, you're not you're not giving glory. You're Night giving (laughs) more
1: oh my gosh you know what and it's so funny to hear the other side you know what I mean because you so often are just thinking about what you're experiencing and not because you know hearing you speak your other side here and my other side of that is thinking oh this person's coming in and taking your place Mm -hmm. and you know and you know for me it's like yeah I you 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 were staring, Jakes. You know what I mean. So it was like there was another level. You know what I mean of a person coming in. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. And not saying that like to diminish who I am or anything, but it, you know what I mean. No, there I was, get it. it like being
0: honest. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. So
1: so for me, it was like this person is stepping in and it could be perceived as oh it was a level up, you know what I mean? And so for me, it was like, then it made me feel Mm -hmm. like you're over here. You're over here feeling like, Oh, everybody is hating on you because you're, you know, coming into this place. And I'm thinking, Oh, this person with this name has come in and is like, you're, you know, bye Lori. You know what I mean? That's how I was feeling.
0: Yeah.
1: You know? And it's so, it's, it's, it's crazy how, both sides of the coin are feeling something completely different, but it's valid, you know, can. either way.
0: Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. A few years ago, I had several speaking engagements back to back and it all became too much. I felt overwhelmed and I could tell that I was mentally fatigued. Your girl was burnt out. One of the things I did to get myself recentered again was speak to a therapist. It feels good to express my emotions and thoughts. I could feel the weight of burnout slowly lifting from my shoulders. I'm a huge advocate for therapy and I believe BetterHelp is a wonderful resource to get matched with a Therapist That can meet your needs. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can be met with a therapist in hours. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com Evolve. That's BetterHelp.com slash Evolve. I think that like I cannot over over overemphasize how irreplaceable you are Mm -hmm. like you are simply irreplaceable. And I'm telling you, based on someone who has adjusted into a world and a space where your presence was very much so necessary and important, like, you just, you're irreplaceable. And I think that one of my greatest, maybe battles and coming into this city and coming into the church and coming into the children's lives was just feeling like there's like I just am not going to find a place to fit and I Mm -hmm. think a part of it which like I want to break that down a little bit because I don't want to just move past it because I feel like there are people who experience blending a family and yeah like that idea of like I'm not gonna fit and this is not gonna work and like who am I now and does my identity matter? Like I don't know. It's just hard to it's hard to maintain the love that you have for yourself when you know Mm -hmm. that you are not being loved in this space that that you're in because Mm -hmm. you don't measure up. And um I think that what I had to learn was that, like, I was not trying to imitate or mirror who you are. Like I had to trust that like what I carry, you know, it may be different. It may not be, I can't sing. I'm never going to lead the worship team. <laughs> like, <laughs> Listen, like, and I ain't going to be up there tearing up the microphone <laughs> like you
1: do. <laughs> you know, like I'm sweet,
0: you know, but I'm also yeah. quiet and I can come off as like reserved and not very outgoing, mm-hmm. but like, this is who I am and trusting that I would find Space and connection based off of my authenticity without hating the fact that I wasn't you. And Mm -hmm. I think that, like, when you're blending a family and you're having this dynamic with the other woman, another woman, you know, that you have to, like, really trust who you are and honor that other woman that's the part that's rough is like honoring Mm -hmm. the other woman because it's almost like I don't want to betray myself by saying that like I see why everybody like her you know (laughs) 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 you know like whatever like yeah sure she's nice like cool okay you do feel like warmth when she's around but like whatever (laughs) I don't like the sun (laughs)
1: you know what, but that's so true. And it took me some time to really embrace our differences in, in, in ministry and womanhood, whatever, you know what I mean? But to embrace and then love it, you know, like I love like, you know, coming to your conferences and, and, and tour dates and things like that. I love coming to the house and just doing family stuff. Mm. I love planning Ren's wedding with you and having some, you know, experiencing some of those celebrations, you know what I mean? Like, so it's, but it, 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 it happens over time, you know, as you just, I think you have to have an open openness and a willingness, Mm. you know, to, to just want to celebrate that person and be happy for them. And if, you know, it took a minute for me to, um, no, we're just having a candid conversation, Here we are. right? Here it took we a minute are. for me to be, to, to me, to, to pray blessing over mm. you guys, over the ministry. You know what I'm saying? That's like fair. It, that's real talk. Girl, because I would have
0: never, I could never <laughs> pray a blessing over your ministry.
1: Child. <laughs> no, because,
0: because yeah. only because,
1: you know, you're, you're hurt. Yeah, it, it's weird. It's it's you know unexpected. It's it you know it's just it's different. And yeah. so over, you know it just kind of takes like a willingness and an openness to just say you know what God, this is what it is. She is who she is, and she's actually lovely. Mm-hmm. Like you know yes, you are nice. You are kind of quiet. You. Cook the the roof off of. I don't even know if that makes sense, but you know what I mean. I mean, but you you know, and you've always been like. I remember one time one of my friends was like, "So how is she?" You know, I was like, "You know what? I can't even not like her. Like I can't sucks.
0: Not like,
1: like I want to. I know I'm supposed to, you know, but I right. do kind of like her. <laughs> but she's actually like a good person. So I, you know what I mean? It's like when you when you're open and willing to just accept that person and accept the situation, I think that a beautiful thing can come out of it. And it has. Okay.
0: Know? So how do you get there? Like, how do you get to the place where you are open? Like, where you are no longer angry? Like, I know you said it takes mm-hmm. time, but like, what what are you saying to yourself? What are your practices? Who do you cut off from your life? Like, who do you mm-hmm. include into your life? Because there are mm-hmm. some people who feed into the bitterness. They feed into the anger. And, Mm -hmm. you know, but then there are other people who call you higher. Like, what is that environment? Because maybe there is someone that's like, you know what? I'm too angry. I'll never let it go. Like, I can't just accept that she's going to be in my kid's life. But like, you were able to do that. How? Mm -hmm.
1: For me, um, there was a few things. I think for me, and I don't know if this isn't in any order, Um, I don't like feeling angry and bitter. Mm -hmm. I don't like that. I don't like the way that makes me feel internally. So for me, it was really seeking God, like for a a pure heart, Mm -hmm. crying out to him for a pure heart. Um, And number two, I didn't want to put my kids through Madness, you know. I mean, it was already a transition and hard enough for them. I, I don't even know if I have fully discussed with them their experience. You know, we've had conversations here and there, but I just I didn't want to to put another level of of stress or awkwardness, you know, on them. Yeah. You know, I wanted them to be able to experience love, balance, inclusion, um and have a good experience as as awkward and rocky as it could be, you know, in the beginning. And so it was that. I, I really wanted my kids to be happy, you yeah. know. Um I didn't want to add extra on them. And um yeah, so it, it was that it was me not wanting to feel that that hurt and that anger, me seeking God for a pure heart and and then not wanting my kids to 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 feel that You know, stress. Um,
0: I do think that that is one of the things that made us like overcome our own awkward discomfort dynamic is that like we really mm-hmm. I think we all without having a conversation about it we're like we want to make this the best possible for the kids like the best possible mm-hmm. outcome the best possible environment for the kids like you know we're not gonna be throwing glasses mm-hmm. at each other I'm not gonna roll <laughs> I'm not gonna roll my eyes when you come in the room right you mm-hmm. know and I think like mm-hmm. also I had to remind myself like even when I was like in different communities the, you know where you guys were together as a couple and now mm-hmm. I'm like you know here's the new wife you know and you mm-hmm. know like okay here mm-hmm. I am is uh I had, like, yeah that's, yeah, me. that's <laughs> me no hey. hilarious is like when going out especially like to greater Ebenezer where like people maybe haven't mm-hmm. seen him in a long time and they're like hey sister yes. Lori and I'm like actually my actually name is no. <laughs> no. love Lori think she's great wow. Um, you know because wow. some of them are older and they just <laughs> No, teray's wife right. is glory but the right. thing is teray had Stop. what had happened was <laughs> so <laughs> yeah uh, exactly <laughs> but like i had to remind oh, myself over and over again like that it is okay for me to um to to introduce myself into this new mm-hmm. space mm-hmm. and to yeah. um be okay with people's reaction, people's reception not being a reflection of my truth. And I think I had to like really stay grounded in that. Oh, do you remember mm-hmm. do you remember the first time we met?
1: Yeah, at it was at Oh no it was at the
0: funeral. It was wasn't at it? the funeral. Yeah. It was at yeah. the funeral. So Terese's father died yeah. when we <laughs> were still dating and um yes yeah, that was the first time we met and it was. which which you know uh, obviously as Grandpa Sima passing is, you know, heartbreaking for a family. But mm-hmm. I think that the blessing in it is that it also like we didn't we couldn't cut a fool if we wanted to. Like who's going to cut up <laughs> at a funeral? <laughs> like, <laughs> like who's going to throw shade at a that? funeral? <laughs> Who does that? And right. What and so was we going to kind of just like, hey. here we go. I was going to say, like, <laughs> what was going through your head when you knew that you were going to meet me for the first time?
1: Oh, I was nervous. I was very nervous. But I think that
0: knowing because
1: of the situation and knowing you can't cut up, you know, or anything, but I don't think I I went into it thinking I was going to do that because that's kind of just not my, my MO anyway. Yeah. But I was nervous. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, like I'm going to meet her. This is is the day. Here we go. So I wonder what it's going to be like. And I don't think it was I mean, you know, obviously, yes, it was it was awkward because, you know, it's the first time. But I think that it it went off well, like, you know, we embraced, you know, sorry for for your loss, you know, and it was just kind of like, okay.
0: I tell you what, (laughs) I made a conscious decision that like. I w- I walked right up to you cuz I was like listen you did <laughs> you did I did not want to you know how you like know you got to meet somebody but you trying to mm-hmm. avoid them at the same time and All I was right, like but, listen here now. we no here we go like here I am <laughs> let's get it over with you know and then we got we have the unfortunate reality that like members of the church members of family are all present Mm -hmm. for our first time we we didn't even get to do it in (laughs) private like everyone is the kids are there people were like everything stood still when it happened i I can only imagine like to be a fly on the wall my mom was there she my mom was there and she was like i got your back i was like i don't know if i'm going to need it but I appreciate you having my back (laughs) I love her oh my god, she's a little a little (laughs) pint-sized thug but uh that I think that that really set like the foundation and then you know doing birthday parties and all of that so I wonder like what is the greatest insecurity that you had to overcome when interacting with like all of us as a unit
1: This just happened recently for me at the ripe old age of late 40s, yes. uh, <laughs> really, really embracing me and mm. my identity and who I am. The greatest insecurity was um, thinking that I had to be something that I wasn't, like be, what am I trying to say here? Thinking that I had to, like, prove myself as this amazing woman Mm. or amazing woman of God or, Mm -hmm. you know, things like that where I can just settle in and just be Lori, God's daughter, you know? And so I think that for me, that was an insecurity is thinking that I was less than. Mm -hmm. That's one of the things that I had to overcome was thinking that you have this thought that you... I had the thought that I didn't measure up, yeah, you know, wow. like I wasn't enough. Um, and so you were mm. the enough, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And just so it made it, it took work for me to get past that. No, no, no I'm, I'm enough in mm-hmm. me, you mm-hmm. know, in who I am. And um, so, yeah,
0: that—that's that was- comparison. I think that that's like. Mm-hmm to refuse comparison. Cause who mm-hmm. doesn't do that? Like whether you are blending a family or you're just ex moves on, like you sitting mm-hmm. up and you looking at her like, oh, her butt is a little <laughs> bit bigger than mine. Oh, oh she went to college. <laughs> she got a degree. <laughs> like, well, oh, she know big words. Like that comparison mm-hmm. of like, what does she have that I didn't have? And it takes mm-hmm. a lot of work to really feel like, you know what? At the end of the day, it, it didn't work, you know? And And it Mm -hmm. wasn't about what I did or did not have. It was about us not, you know, being destined to be together in this season of our life. Absolutely. I have to tell you, like, that insecurity of mine of, like, me, like, trying to fit into a picture that I wasn't, that didn't start with me or to fit into a Mm -hmm. storyline that I wasn't supposed to be in, that narrative was, like, It was both like I think I I felt both insecure and like a full circle moment at the same time. I don't know if that even makes sense, but when Ren got married, because um, you know you and Toray walked her down the aisle, Mm -hmm. and that the image of you two walking your daughter down the Mm -hmm. aisle felt like this is this is probably what the dream was Um, you know like this is how I think you know in my head at what I battle is like this is what it was supposed to be you know what I mm -hmm. mean like this is what Ren wanted you know what I mean was this Mm -hmm. idea of my parents being together and walking me down the aisle Mm -hmm. and yet also the full circle grace in that like but I'm standing here. And she went mm-hmm. to like great lengths to, to make sure that everyone... She went to great lengths to make sure everyone... There was an equal balance of everyone's presence. Oh <laughs> that's that child. Yes. That is <laughs> real. She's like, listen, everyone's going to play a part. There will exactly. be no division. But that, exactly. that moment of seeing you all together, mm-hmm. it feels... What does that feel like for you? Like, is it as challenging or... I don't know. What is that? As far as like seeing like, yeah, like you guys are walking her down the aisle, you know, Mm -hmm. as mother and father. And like, Mm -hmm. but here I am at the end of the aisle. Like, did you feel that blended family tension? I did. Yeah.
1: I didn't feel any tension at all. Mm -hmm. It was beautiful to me. Yeah. Like here, because, you know, it's like she has all the the parental figures that she loves right here. You know, you're standing at the end you know, watching her, us walk her down. I, you know, I'm walking my baby down. Her daddy is walking his baby down and we're walking towards her madre who is then going to, you know, marry her, you know, her and her dad. You know what I mean? It was just, it was beautiful yeah. to me. You know what I mean? And I couldn't think of a more beautiful blend than mm. what we have because I, you know, it, it takes work. You know what I mean? It takes that opening and that willingness, but it's so worth it. You know, it is so worth it. And just to have that, it was beautiful to me. I was on cloud nine, you know?
0: I was um, going to ask you, do you have like a first memory of like this being like, okay, this is revolutionary. Like we out here doing stuff that like, we need to tell people about.
1: Um, I think it was when we had a text conversation Um and we were able to laugh at some of our our foolishness in the beginning. (laughs) That was kind of internal foolishness, you know what I mean, in the beginning. And I think it was um
0: when I (laughs) when I was able to tell you about the cookie story. Well you brought it up, so now you gotta tell everybody about look at you out here talking. (laughs) Now you gotta tell everybody about the cookie story. (laughs) So my foolishness, okay.
1: So this was in the beginning, this is the very beginning. You guys were still dating, and um, (laughs) and the kids had brought home some chocolate chip cookies that you made. Right on a nice plate. It wasn't even on a paper plate. It was on a real plate and everything. They brought those cookies home, and then I think they left to spend the weekend with Teray. I looked at them things. I
0: said they are not going to stay in my house. These
1: cookies not staying in my house. The plate ain't staying in my house. Not the plate. None, none of, of it. None of it. Not only are they going in the trash, they're going in the trash outside. <laughs> <laughs> outside in the trash.
0: <laughs> you know what's hilarious is you told me that story, but I did not tell you. I think the first year that we exchanged food for Thanksgiving, right? Because it's like, listen, mm-hmm. we mad, but we ain't mad enough to cook all this Thanksgiving food by ourselves. Right? <laughs> <laughs> <Right. laughs> like, what you making? I'm making. Some- you bring that
1: peach cobbler, you bring that, uh...
0: Exactly. Pie. So i had been hearing about your peach cobbler over and over again. People just talking about your peach cobbler. And I'm pretty sure this had to have been, like, our first Thanksgiving together. And mm-hmm. I was afraid to eat it. I was like, I'm going to eat it after the kids eat it, just <laughs> in case she's trying to take me out. I don't know about it. <laughs> and you Stop. know what? The kids ate it and put that ice cream on it. And I said, I know she's going to kill her kids. She love them too much. And then I just ate the peach cobbler. And now... Like, I'm I, just going to eat it. <laughs> I don't have a holiday without the peach cobbler. It so if you try to sneak attack listen. me, you've laid a good foundation because I'm going to eat the whole thing. Keep going in.
1: <laughs> yeah. Now it's, you know, and see, and that's, that's the beauty of it. You know, that we can get past those awkward thoughts and feelings that are ridiculous, but mm. they're real. Yeah. You know, they're real. Nevertheless.
0: And I think it's important that we talk about it because I feel like the spectrum is either like, you know, oh, we blended our family and everything was so easy and whoop-de-whoop-de-whoop. Or then there's people that's like, Mm -hmm. we cannot be in the same room together. And it's important to know, like, there is a middle ground. Like, Mm -hmm. you are going to have moments where you feel insecure, where you Mm -hmm. wonder where you fit in the picture, how you fit in the picture. And then there are these beautiful moments where you look at the person who is in your life who was not necessarily a part of your dream and you mm-hmm. thank God that your dream is different than his plan because I am so mm-hmm. grateful that you exist like when Taya first got sick before I went down too. like I'm like mom alert like what can I do for your baby like right. what can I do <laughs> to make her feel better and I'll tell you another thing even when we first got married and I moved to California and Isaiah mm-hmm. was still in school like you know Tera didn't have like all the information that a mom needs in order to like like mm-hmm. where are the doctor's appointments like who are the teachers right. what time does homework need to be finished and so we had mm-hmm. to overcome in yeah. order to to have those conversations and I'm just I'm grateful for for your presence and your existence.
1: Thank you. I'm grateful for yours too. Thank you. And I, you know and for and it's not always a situation where the the woman that's now coming into your kids' lives is going to love on them, Mm -hmm. you know, and you feel safe as their mom, you know, you feel safe with how that other person is going to treat them and Mm -hmm. actually love on them. And when I tell you my kids love, they my (laughs) Drake, They do, you know, and, and I, and I see why, you know, because you, I mean, you love on them like they're your own, you know what I mean? And, and for me, I'm super super grateful for that. Like I couldn't have asked for it to be a better situation because you love on my kids, you take care, you hang out with them, you make them laugh. you know it's just it's i'm I'm very grateful. I really am.
0: Okay, so I hate to interrupt all of this good conversation, but I wanted you to know that I want to talk to you too. I want to hear your story. I want to hear your thoughts and opinions. You can send me your application, your video, to be a co-host to podcast at womanevolved.com. Let me know what it is you want to talk about, why it's important to you that you be on the podcast. Maybe you're like, girl, I am not going to be on anybody's podcast. I don't do talking to people. First of all, this is a sign. Overcome yourself. But if not... You can send me an advice question podcast at womanevolved dot com. Okay, let's get back to the podcast. I was going to ask you because I think that's another thing that makes the blended family situation difficult is like someone coming into the picture who may have a different parenting style than you do. So, mm-hmm. how do you come to a place where you're able to? I don't know, like, even though that that even though I may do things that aren't in line with what you would do with the kids, like maybe I'd speak to them differently or treat them in a way that you wouldn't treat them. How do you give that person room to like create their own relationship without talking badly about them, like to the mm-hmm. children? Could you know? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I think Sorry, there's background noise. I
1: think that um, having having conversations with the kids about how they here's the thing because I I could already see that you were a wise person, you know, and so I think that them coming to you for advice or or um, help with anything, I trusted that the God in you was going to uh give them you know the right advice or or things like that but I and I think that still keeping that open line of communication with with them and then how I parent um is important but I think that there is room for other um ways of doing things there's room for other uh ways of seeing the things. And I think that that kind of adds value and a well-roundedness to Mm. the kids where they can have more than one person to talk to. Maybe I, I hit a spot that, um, that they need, and then there's something that you bring that they need, you know? And so I think that it's even fuller for them, you know, to, you know, when they're dealing difficult situations, they've got a plethora of people, you know, to go to.
0: That, okay, so that brings up another thing that I think is just worthy advice when blending a family. If you aren't careful, you will allow your hurt to show up in how the kids have a disagreement with the person who you don't like. Like, I want to, you know, say this the right way. So Mm -hmm. if the kids are having an issue with you, like, oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. my mom told me I couldn't have my device and I had to do my homework. Like mm-hmm. I have an opportunity in that moment to like side with the kids' anger out of my own bitterness and right. hop on the fact that, like, oh, they don't like her or they found a crack in her armor, and now I'm be like, Yes, I can't believe she did that Or <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> How dare she not let you have freedom of your electronics? Mm-hmm. Or you have an opportunity to validate that other yes. parent as if they were there in the room yes. because at the end of the day, making sure there's consistency with the children. And if we mm-hmm. have an issue, like we can talk about that as adults, but I'm not going to allow right. the kid to be to reinforce a negative narrative about their parent just because I haven't figured out how to engage with that person. Exactly. Now that takes mm-hmm. growth because when you're mm-hmm. insecure and you're uncertain, when the kids begin to see that like, oh, maybe this person isn't so shiny, there's a part of you that's mm-hmm. like, yes, I've been waiting on someone to see it. But the mm-hmm. truth is that that doesn't serve the child and their growth and development mm-hmm. either. Either. Right. Have you ever experienced agree. like what well, I was going to say, what are your thoughts on that? No, I completely agree with that. And that's where you have to check yourself. Like even,
1: even if you don't agree with, you know, if I didn't agree with a decision that you made or that to made or whatever, and I would have done it differently. Even if I have to check myself because I'm not going to go against what you guys are saying. First of all, like they live with y'all. So,
0: now, so but I'm it hasn't angry. always been that way. You it know, hasn't and been they that did way not <laughs> like coming to see us. Quiet as it's kept. Quiet <laughs> as it's kept. Well, we I'm going to drag them on the podcast next. No child. When we first got, first of all, there's a lie going on, and I don't know if you heard this lie, but I'm gonna fix it right what? here, right here for the world to see. There, there was a lie it? that I used to starve your children when they came to my house. <laughs> Wait! Oh, yeah. What? Oh, you haven't heard this? Thank God they at least didn't tell you this. No, <laughs> when I first moved, someone in our family unit has, has oftentimes accused me of starving oh, them. Sorry. Starving. Wait, no. <laughs> Starving. <laughs> what
1: I did hear was uh, Madre and Dad would sneak off and go
0: eat. Well, that is, and then, well, that then that we don't no have problem. nothing. <laughs> 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 And then we didn't have nothing to eat. Can I tell you? I'm, I'm like, come on, y'all. Nothing. No, no. And let me tell you something. Not only is nothing. it not true, it is it is a bold-faced lie. It is a bold-faced lie. We had crackers. We had tuna. <laughs> we had cereal. And we had milk. Listen. At listen minimum, at all times. <laughs> <laughs> don't even know how we got there but i just wanted to clear the air on that one (laughs) that is hilarious but no
1: and but but it's very important to not um yeah you don't want to add fuel to the fire you just don't like that's not and that was always my one of my main goals is make sure the kids are good you know and if if there's something i disagree with i'll maybe i'll talk on the side about it pray about it whatever but i'm not getting ready to add fuel to that because that's not going to serve
0: them any any, any good yeah kids so. people forget that when you add fuel to the fire like you're in that fire too like it seems mm-hmm. like you're just creating some mess over at their house or you're drawing yourself closer to your children because you're bonding mm-hmm. over offense. but we're literally about to spend the rest of our lives together like yeah. that's what yeah. people underestimate when you're blending a family it's not just until the kids get 18 like Ren just got mm-hmm. married she's well over 18 you and I are going to spend the rest of our lives Together, and I don't want to roll my eyes every time you walk into the room. I don't want to be upset. No, I just I don't. I I can't. I want to roll my eyes over someone else. Like I'm not saying I don't want to roll my eyes together. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But like, why would we have to do it towards one another? Yeah. No.
1: I. I I just. I. That was not. It just was not what I wanted. Like I just I don't want to live like that. You know. I want. I want peace. I I love peace, happiness, laughter. Let's have some fun. Yeah. You know, it is a different dynamic of what we all thought it was going to be. But let's make it work.
0: Have you know? you, OK, one more question. Then we have an advice question. Have you ever mm-hmm. had to, like, get someone together about our dynamic? Like someone who maybe came into it thinking like, oh, I'm a Roma. Recently. Oh, tell me about it. <laughs> So, you know, <laughs>
1: when Ren posted the picture uh, of Say Yes to the Dress and it was you, me, her and Taya in the mm-hmm. picture. On, on, So, a friend of mine, Lord God, I hope you don't watch this. But
0: yeah, <laughs> Oh, you know they're going to eat this up. <laughs> Ciao. She sent
1: me a thing. She said, you better than me. I said, girl, I am so past that. Like, yeah. I don't have time or energy. Like, this is my family. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just I'm so, like, why would I st- like, why would I st- Still, it's been how many years now? I'm going eight, eight we, years. Yeah, we ate in it. Why am I still gonna carry that for eight years? Like, really? Yeah. But what? What? What is it that I'm still mad about? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's for me. It's like, what is it that you're still mad about? Like, and why are you still mad about something that happened eight years mm-hmm. ago? Are you still like I, I don't understand? Like, for and that's for me. Like, I, I'm not trying to put anybody down if they're having struggles with getting over something like okay but just put the work in to try to yeah, you know try. but I like, I don't have what if what am I still mad about you know what I mean so it's like I, I don't see what what's wrong with taking a picture with my my baby me and her madre and her sister when we went wedding dress shopping and I remember we had that conversation when we were at the wedding place I said mm-hmm. don't feel like you have to, like, take a step back, you know, when we're... This is Rin's... We're picking out her dress. Like, don't feel like you have to be in the background and you were like, yeah, because I actually was kind of feeling, you know, like, what, you know, how do I react? Yeah, no, you're her madre, too, you know, and she values your opinion. She values, you know, your feelings, so...
0: And I love that you create that space because I was, like... I- you know, Ella is six, Kenzie is 12, and, you know, I think about, like, one day when they get married, and when I think about it, like, I don't see you know, this other person in the picture, and I just wanted to respect the fact that, like, this is a moment that you've been dreaming of since she was in your womb, right? Mm -hmm. And I wanted to make sure that you got the fullness of that experience while Mm -hmm. also respecting the fact that Ren had invited me, and so I did kind of feel like, you know, I'm a mom too and I knew what that moment meant and I and I wanted you to experience that yeah we picked and that dress
1: that part too
0: okay we girl. picked that dress and we didn't <laughs> get enough we credit are- for it <laughs> she should have put a tag on there she's she short <laughs> styled by styled by it's not Bruh. too late <laughs> You already know how much your girl loves food and food loves your girl, okay? Not just any food. I'm talking about the good kind, carbs. They love me back. They love me too much. I need us to break up. Thanks to Noom and their psychological approach, I have a better understanding of why I eat carbs and when. I love that Noom emphasizes progress over perfection because striving for the impossible can be overwhelming. Noom empowers its users to remember. Authentic to who they are. It is not a restrictive diet or strenuous workout plan. Easily fit Noom into your lifestyle and start building better habits for healthier, long-term results. Sign up for your free trial at noom.com/evolve. I've changed old habits using Noom, and I know you can too. The daily lessons and flexibility are my favorites. Start building better habits for healthier, long-term results today, and find out what you love about Noom. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash Evolve. We have an advice question about blending a family and um, I'm going to flip it I'm going to flip it. So I'm going to ask it and then we'll flip it. Dear SJR and okay. the delegation. First, let me say I love you SJR and thank you guys my big sister in my head. What's up? I am a 26-year-old woman who has been in a relationship for about five months. My partner is a healthy Christian man who is also a father of 12 of 12-year-old twins. Initially, I was very apprehensive about pursuing the relationship because I do not have many children and have often questioned my ability to mother because of my own mother wounds. Based on the current direction Mm -hmm. of the relationship, marriage is a strong possibility. I would love to continue to be in this relationship, but I am worried about becoming a stepmother. I want to grow to love them the way that God would desire for me to. My question is, how did you grow Slash learn to love your stepchildren unconditionally. Thank you in advance for your advice. So, I'm going to answer this question because I know that you don't have stepchildren yet, but we're working on it. (laughs) Yes, we are. We are. (laughs) (laughs) But um, before I answer, I want to know from your perspective as a woman who's had to welcome a stepmother into your life and into your fold, what are some Mm -hmm. things that she can do in order to, you know, create harmony or open communication and Relationship with the biological mother of the children. <clears throat> well,
1: it sounds like since she's asking for advice, that she wants that. That you know what I mean. So first, you gotta want it. Mm. You know, you really, really have to desire to have that harmony. You know, with the other person. Um, I think. If the other person is willing, you know, mm-hmm. prayerfully, the other person is is on that same page, you know, um, you can have conversations about, you know, the kids. Is there anything, you know, that that I can do to be to be more helpful, you know, and then and, and I think just having that open communication with the kids to not trying to force anything, but just being who you are, you know, and having that open communication with them and establishing, um, that trust with them, I think will help the mom when she sees and she'll have to work through, Yeah, she'll have to work through some things, you know, because then it, it, it's that part two where it's like, Oh, they do like her. Okay. So, okay. Mm-hmm. So they like her, mm-hmm. you know, cause there's that, that's that part, yeah. you know, where you, that you have to deal with. Um, but I think creating that open communication and just being, um, inclusive with the mom Mm. you know um hey we were thinking about doing you know this what are are your thoughts on that is there anything that you know i could do to help them enjoy this more you know just things like that you want to include you know the mom in that i think
0: that's great I love that advice because one thing that like you know you can come into one accord with as it relates to the biological mother of your stepchildren is like she's going to be a sucker for them kids so if you Mm -hmm. show her that (laughs) you're trying to love those kids and protect those children and help her raise them in the way that she wants to raise them y'all might Mm -hmm. not like the same music y'all might not go to the same places or shop at the same Mm -hmm. places like you may not choose to be friends but you can choose to raise them and children together and if yeah. you show me you're mm-hmm. going to love and protect my babies like I can get on board right. with that and I would exactly. just add as someone who's you know learned to love my bonus babies unconditionally that I would say like date them like date them the mm-hmm. same way that you date your partner and take them to mm-hmm. the park take them to the movies and then observe them don't try and force like are we going to connect is this going to be when we fall in love but give them space to like really be who they are and then Mm -hmm. love who they are. Like, I love the way that you pointed out what happened in this movie or I like their Mm -hmm. sense of humor and you get to learn them and like them and then fall in love with them the same way that you Mm -hmm. fall in love with a partner. So give them space to be who they are, make a decision that is headed in the direction of love and then create experiences that allow that seed of love to be watered in the lives of those children. And you'll look up and you'll just be like completely, totally obsessed with them the way that I am with mine. So
1: (laughs) I was going to ask you though, like when, when was that moment? I mean, I'm sure it happened, Um. you know, at different times with,
0: With the three of them, but when was that moment for you? When did you realize that you were This is a good question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, Isaiah was the nicest to me when we first got together. He was Mm -hmm. just a gem. Thank you for all that you've done to pour into his life. (laughs) Um, Them girls was their mama's protector, and they was not like, they would eat them cookies, but they was like, still like, I'm gonna eat these cookies, but it's not that. that Oh, Lord. Me and Ren, it was probably 2017. When Ren and I, I we were sitting out on the swing, and like Ren, you guys don't know Ren, but Ren is just not the one or the two. Like, she's just gonna <laughs> sit down and tell you how she feels. And oh, we yes. were sitting on the swing, and she was like, Okay, listen, so like this is what my issues were when y'all got together, and you know, here are what some of my current issues are, and this mm-hmm. is also what I love about you, and I want to fix these issues so that we can learn to live together Aww. in harmony. And Aww. we were sitting, I always admire. Ren, though, because Ren had no problem, you know, talking to her dad and communicating tough feelings and disagreeing with him without fear. And I was like, this is bad. And she is bold. (laughs) And I enjoyed that Mm -hmm. for me and Taya. Taya and I, like, I always felt like Taya, uh, I, I shared this Taya, um, Taya reminded me of myself when we first got mm-hmm. married. Um, and I don't know at the time because she didn't know me very well, that didn't necessarily come off as the greatest compliment because at the time I was just talking about my story about getting pregnant at an early age. And she's and like, what? Yeah, <laughs> she was like, Mm-mm, you tried <laughs> it and me? no man. <laughs> so I think we had like a disconnect because I was, I don't know, it was just a, an awkward disconnect. And then I think we learned to you know, live with one another, but I think mm-hmm. I think that Tay and I really started loving each other in Denver. Um, uh, okay. Yeah, because you know, yeah, moved to Denver. <laughs> oh. I know. Oh gosh. Child, girl, Gosh. <laughs> that was rough. I know that was rough. it had to have been rough. And then mm-hmm. you came and visited for Taya's birthday and stayed at the house because remember it. we were in a snowstorm and had a onesie. Yep. Man, we yeah, was we trying to make party. it work.
1: Painting. Yeah, that was fun. It was, was fun. Times. We made it. We mm-hmm. made it work.
0: But it was we definitely did. Denver. Mm-hmm. How did um, Denver affect you? And then I'm finished. Then I'm finished. Ooh. No, that was rough because <clears throat> I think it was maybe a,
1: a year before that, maybe not even a year before that, when they stopped living with me and then uh, moved with. That's a whole nother story. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're uh, living full time with, with you and Teray. And then the move to Denver came and it was, it was hard because I'm such a, a hands-on mom, yeah. you know, and I had never, i had never been on my own before, yeah. truthfully, because, you know, I went from living with my parents to getting married, to having kids. To, so I had never just been by myself, you know? And so, it was really really hard. And but Ren, remember Ren stayed here yeah. for a little bit because mm-hmm. she was trying to be like I'm not moving the tissue. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then she couldn't see life without them with her siblings. So <laughs> 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 so her siblings needed her. Yes. And it was really hard to see her go because I was like I there was part of me that was like okay, well at least I have one of them with yeah. me, you know. But to see then her go too, it it was it was tough. It really, really was tough. But you know, at the end of the day, I said, well, you know, you guys will be coming here, you know, to visit here in L.A. And then I'm gonna just make some trips out to Denver, and we just have to make it work. Again, another new normal, even yeah. though it's only for a year. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank but- <laughs> <laughs> But,
0: um, what did yeah. you learn about yourself in being stripped of, you know, the title of wife that you had, and then mm-hmm. mother in the way that you were used to mothering? Mm-hmm. Like, what gift, what hidden gift it was? There, a hidden gift that existed in that solitude that you're grateful for in hindsight. Um.
1: I learned that, and I and I don't even know if at that point I learned because at that point I was in a relationship, mm-hmm. you know. But so I wasn't completely alone, right? But it was still a different uh, dynamic because my kids were gone, yeah. you know. And so I think for me it was just tr- learning to let go of that. Uh, I don't want to say responsibility or that feeling Mm -hmm. of I needed to have my kids in my life in order to feel like a whole person. You know, I needed to, you know, have them there with me in order to be a whole person because that's, that's the thing. It's like, I'm not, Lori is not just a mom, you know, Lori is Lori, Mm -hmm. you know, and what is that? Who is she without, having the responsibility or the commitment to having her kids with her all the time you know and so navigating through that and I'm still navigating through that now because now that I'm not in that other relationship and my kids aren't you know I have one that's married and you know the other two still don't live with me and so it's even it's so wonderful right now being in this space where I am where you know my kids are grown I'm, you know, single. Very, very single. If anyone (laughs) is
0: listening, we we gonna have a wee TV show about fighter lawyer man for another time, though. (laughs) For another time.
1: But it's a wonderful space um, to discover who you are, just as you, not the the title of being the mom or being a wife or being the worship leader or just. Who are you? You know, um, those things, yes, encompass you. But do you need to be identified by any of those things to feel like a whole person? And that's where um, I think that that's where I'm at right now.
0: Well, I can tell um, in the eight years that I've known you that you're definitely like in your best season yet. Um, yeah. You're full of so much joy and light mm-hmm. and confidence and peace. And I just look forward to, to being in your corner as things grow and evolve. I see Yay, what I did. <laughs> I see you did that there.
1: <laughs> yes. ah,
0: we survived. We did we it. Did it we, we did girl. We did it. it. Okay. China. <laughs> she said China did it. <laughs> no <laughs> this was great I love you thank yeah. you for doing this with me I love you too and you know what I love you and I like you Ooh, you know what I mean you,
1: you. can you love somebody and be like because they're my family but I
0: love you and I like you same you're a good person thank yeah. you so are you This so are you I'm going to get the footage I'm going to send it to you we're going to play it yeah. and then we're going to decide if anyone ever sees it <laughs> <laughs> but right now you think they're going to see it you think they got a chance of seeing this I- I think think they got a chance to. (laughs) Okay, I'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Man, listen, we made it. <laughs> we made it. You have no idea how much we have been texting about this. Like, are we going to do it? How you feeling about it? You nervous what you want to do, but we made it. I hope that our story, our transparency and vulnerability was helpful to you on your journey. I love having conversations that help us all to grow. And to be honest, I'd love to have you join me too. But you got to be honest. You got to be transparent. You got to be vulnerable because that is the only way that we feel seen, connected, with and then challenge to grow. I know you have a story to share, so I'm inviting you to be my next co-host. Email podcast at womanevolved.com with a one to two minute video about why you should be on the show, or you can send me an advice question that you'd like me to answer. Either way, I want to hear from you.